the soundtrack to life in the Thames Valley. River. I'm Joe. And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for Stage Door. We have a fantastic hour for you talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain, giving you the inside info of all that's going on nationally, locally and digitally. Snooping around backstage to bring you the news, the gossip and our pick of the week. And the studio phone is plugged in again this week, ready for our ring-in requests. He'll be on the line today. You can join us and take part in Name That Show, where we ask you to guess the musical from three brief clips of songs. And then there's our quick quiz and I'm back and I'm really excited to do something different this week. Yes, you promised me five really easy questions, thanks. Uh, then later on in the show, don't miss Out of the Vault, where we share the plot of a show that you might not have heard of. And then don't miss our spotlight interview with Abby Hodgson. And that's all winging its way to you before midday here on Stage Door. Yep, we're across the Thames Valley, live, this is River Radio. finished your croissant there in the nick of time and you're still putting more in you keep forgetting you don't need to tell the world <laughs> as if they weren't here to ho 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 good morning i'm very discreet well it's obviously warming you up because i'm chilly yeah i can't really feel my fingers listen i'm just thrilled the sun is shining that is nice yes because we had spring then it went then it came back yeah, and then, I, I don't know what's going on but i like the sunshine yes that is certainly true and happy st patrick's day oh Yes. Back at you. <laughs> and thank you for my exceptionally large coffee. Don't upset me because oh, the local uh, coffee establishment chain um, gave <laughs> Roddy a really, really tall decaf latte. Yes. And I was meant to have a really, really tall skinny caramel <laughs> macchiato, but no. It's very small. So it's you're sitting there small. looking at me with a large one, which I am warming my hands on. Okay. Like sort of around a brassiere. Not that kind. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> did you watch the BAFTAs? No, I didn't. I would highly... I only watched the beginning of it. I couldn't really be bothered with the rest of it, but I really enjoyed watching Shirley. Shirley comes on and does a Bond okay. uh, tribute for the 60th anniversary, and she looks sensational. I, you'd really enjoy it because she's clearly... I mean, she's 85, oh, I think. Oh, my word. She's wearing a fabulous dress, beautifully lit. Mm-hmm. The audience goes nuts. You know, I think it's the Royal Albert Hall. She looks sensational, but the lovely thing is that I, you could see she's still got it. She can still do it, but mm. the tech technique underneath to ensure that she can get some Mm -hmm. of those big notes oh it's iconic i love her so was it like a medley of bond or was it it's a good question isn't it i'd had a gin and tonic when i watched it i think it's just diamonds are forever okay i thought it was going to be a medley but i think it was just diamonds nice thanks for sharing (laughs) no problem shall we start name that show let's go name that show I'm on my way from misery to happiness today. <laughs> okay. First seven seconds. All right. A little bit more than I wanted. Oh, is it? Okay, yep. Well, you'll have to be more specific. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Uh, uh, so that's the first clip. Go on, then. How does is. this work? Uh, well, we're going to play it again. 
In this hour, we're going to play three tiny clips from a particular song that is from a musical. Now, if you've heard that already, you're thinking, what? Joe just needs a caffeine, you know? <laughs> um, that's, but this is in a musical, and I'm hoping that you know what it is. Anyway, email in joe at river.radio, J-O at river.radio. I have a leaderboard here with sparkly, glittery, gorgeous things. If you can guess what the show is in the first play, you are going to get a, a fabulous in my, you're going to be in my f- number one <laughs> column. I really need that caffeine. Um, and, you know, whoever gets it most frequently gets a prize, basically. Um, if you get it after the second play, that's great. I'll put you in the second column and, and so on. So three little clips. Let's hear it again, Do you want Ronnie. a shorter version? Shall I crop it down a little bit? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm on my way from Okay. Yeah. So, that's it. I reckon everyone will probably recognise even just the guitar. I do recognise the guitar. I thought it was going to go into a particular film I know. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought it was going to go Greatest Showman. Oh! Because that gling, 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 right here, right now. I thought it was going to go into that one. Oh, that was very dramatic. Oh, thanks very much. (laughs) You you should go into acting. (laughs) You can be quite good at that. Um, Yeah, so, anyway, Joe at River.Radio. Tell me what you think it is. Um, And it's the name of the show, not the name of the song. But, you know, just tell us what you know anyway. Right, so lifting the curtain, this is where we snoop around, pick out the highlights from the listings. I've got one to kick off that I know you're going to love, which is the Stephen Sondheim Gala. Yes. I can't believe we've not mentioned this yet, but it's a prime time to mention it because tickets went on sale on Tuesday. Okay. And I suspect they're going to go quickly. Really? (laughs) No, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just assuming. Well, I imagine, given it's for charity, that they might not be cheap, so there might be. It's at the Sondheim Theatre on the 3rd of May. Right. Uh, But yeah, as I say, tickets went on sale on Tuesday. It's raising funds for the Stephen Stephen Sondheim Foundation, which was um, something that was instigated as part of his will, and it's aiming to help emerging writers and musicians. Now, I don't know if you've heard of any of these people who will be performing on the night, Joe. Michael Ball, Petula Clark, Judy Dench, <laughs> Daniel Evans, Bonnie um, Langford, Adrian Lester, Damien Lewis, Julia McKenzie, Elaine hmm. Page, Bernadette Peters, Clive Rowe, Imelda Staunton, Hannah Waddingham. Um, <laughs> I think I've heard of one of them. Actually, I think you said Elaine Page twice there. Uh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. My eyes are wandering around. Uh, Matthew Bourne and Maria Friedman are staging it with choreography by Stephen Meir and a 26-piece oh, orchestra. So if nice. you fancy that, that's nice. on the 3rd of May and tickets are on yeah, sale. Yeah, I was just going to see if the tickets are still <laughs> available. Yeah, but... Don't worry about us. You book your tickets. Yeah. Um, well, I'll carry on then. Sir Lenny Henry is, has written he a to? play about the Windrush scandal. He's called it All August in England. It's at the Bush. The theatre turns 50 this year. It's got a whole panoply of exciting projects as part of the party. <laughs> P's there. Um, but Seleni's debut as a playwright pinged out at me from those listings. And it's his monologue, August in England, about a Jamaican immigrant to the West Midlands who's proud of the life he's made in England until he gets horrifyingly caught up in the Windrush scandal. So it's his first play, and obviously he's an experienced stage actor, uh, but he'll be playing it himself. And Ooh. that's coming up in in April. So uh, that's Lenny Henry as at the Bush Theatre celebrating its 50th birthday. That's lovely. Now listen, I've got news of an open casting. Mm. Right? This is really exciting. Okay, see you later. Start um, the car. Okay, well just, just keep listening because I think you realise you've got no chance. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, the Leeds Playhouse is searching for four young children to play Charlie Bucket. 
Oh, yeah. So it's a lovely little role. Um, the performances aren't until November, going through to January. It's ten weeks. Obviously, it's a paid role. They're looking for four young stars between the ages of nine and twelve who are under five foot. Now, all genders. Close. I was close. Yeah. All genders can audition, which is fantastic. Um, now, I know that, you know, where we are in the Thames Valley is a little bit far from Leeds, but what I'm thinking is that people around here might have relatives or know people in that area that would love that opportunity. So, yeah. you know, if you do, um, just, you know, get get in touch with them. It's the Leeds Playhouse. If you just go to the website, you'll see the information about the open casting. But I think it's a wonderful opportunity for yeah. some kid that's just been, you know, little... Male or female live wire that could just love <laughs> yeah. this, you Itching know? to give it a go. Yeah. And that's, you know, so many of people, I remember one of the original Matildas, the one I saw in preview in Stratford-on-Avon, she went on to be in Game of Thrones. Sure. She's just a schoolgirl. Yeah. She wasn't at any of the, like, big performing arts colleges. So it could be the start of something. Absolutely. You don't know, do you? Um, I saw an article this week about plays written by women um, are being sidelined into studio spaces. Right. Which is, which is concerning, particularly post-pandemic. They're saying that they're perceived as a bit more risky for some reason. Hello? Um, what, yeah. a bit more honest, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. But it, obviously, for some reason, they've gone, oh, well, let's put men in the main space and women in the little one around the corner, which is disappointing. Rude. Yeah, quite. So let's fix that then, people. Shall we? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll get on that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Armed and dangerous. Absolutely. Uh, now, did you know what musical has just celebrated its 1,000... Performance in London? 1,000 performance in London. Come from away? No. No. Magic Mike Live. Right. <laughs> well, you know, that, that really... The one that you would definitely go and see, not... Yeah, I haven't booked tickets for that. I did smile at the poster. I don't think I've mentioned this on stage before, but I walked past a billboard a couple of weeks ago and yeah. it says, don't come for the costumes. Which I think is very, very funny. That's very good. good. Actually, marketing. talking about that, that, one of my ex-students is actually working on the costumes of that oh, show. Oh, so very good. Maybe we need to have her in and have a little... <laughs> what does she do all day? It's an easy job, isn't it? Stitch that thong. Um, anyway, so celebrates the thousand London performances at the Hippodrome Casino. Uh, it's obviously based on the movies of the Magic Mike sort of series um, by Channing Tatum. So you know, if you're into that, go for it. I've been to that casino before. Now you'll be surprised to hear usually right. in the wee small hours because sure. it's the place that's still open. Open, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's got that beautiful space inside it. But I haven't seen anything. You know, it's always seemed to be slightly lighter fare. Um, but I'd be quite up for going. Bit of bit of bit of bit of, be a bit of a giggle, wouldn't it? It would. Uh, yeah, you, you, you do that. <laughs> oh, go on, you're not coming with. Get back to me on that one. Um, the Nationals announced some forthcoming shows which have gone on sale, which, like we always say, we're yep. giving you advance warning because these fly. things go. They what, fly. What was that? that was the ticket. Jack Absolute Flies Again is okay. coming into town with Caroline Quentin, yes. who I adored she's in Jonathan fab. Creek of old. Um, she's playing the iconic Mrs. Malaprop, but it's a new comedy from the guy who wrote One Man, Two Governors. And that's on from the 2nd of July to the 20th oh, of August. Oh, I want to go to that. Okay, yeah. Yep. I need to write that down. This is why you need to listen to Stage Door Lifting the Curtain. Yes. Because then you get all these great tips. Fab. Um, what this a great is, idea. This is more me than you. Go Much on. to do about nothing. Yep. Uh, but the reason I'm excited, we're off to the Italian Riviera with Ooh. Catherine Parkinson, who I loved in Home I'm Darling at the Dorfman yes. Theatre at the National. Yes. Uh, you might remember from the IT crowd. And John Heffernan, who I've worked with. I did Richard II at the Shakespeare at the Tobacco Factory years ago. He's an outstanding actor. He's done loads of stuff on telly. He's one of those people who... 
who I reckon in the next two years is going to just keep popping up on telly. Nice. And people go, I know who that is. Mm. Um, sort of a Mark Rylance, that sort of very famous on okay. stage and then breaks through into telly. Anyway, they're doing Shakespeare's Timeless Romantic Tale, directed by Simon Godwin, who's a brilliant director. And that's from the 7th of July to the 10th of September at the National. Awesome. Now, the Osmonds musical that's been, I've talked about before. Yes. Now, it's it's going around. It's just getting really, really great reviews. It was written by Jay Osmond himself, and he's actually travelling around with the cast. Oh, good idea. Um, yeah, and he's, he's loving it. You know, he's having a great time. It is so colourful and so, it's like a party, you know. It's really, really great fun. Well, Finn was talking about it when he was covering for you a couple of weeks ago and saying that people dress up in wild costumes to go to it. Fabulous. Well, there's an, it's obviously coming to um, an end, but it is the world premiere of this musical. I'm sure it'll come back again. Um, the closest venues left, because we've already had Oxford and all that oh, kind of stuff, yeah. the closest ones left is Wimbledon in August, uh, Brighton, if you want to travel down September, October, and Birmingham in October. Um, to really recommend, if you just want fun, you know, everybody's on their feet dancing, singing songs, having the time of their life. That's the Osmonds new musical on it's tour. In, it's interesting, a lot of that ilk of theatre before lockdown felt like it had slightly got trapped and stayed and was losing its way, whereas mm-hmm. now there's been a huge upsurge yeah. in it because really what people want is glitz, rainbow, entertainment, Escapism. ball, bright light. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Something, something you can tap your foot along to. Awesome. Now, uh, Legally Blonde ooh, um, ooh, yeah. is at the Regency Park Open Air Theatre and the casting has just been announced. Uh, playing the starring role of Elle Woods is Courtney Bowman uh, from Six and everyone's talking about Jamie. Uh, it's going to be really, really great. I've had a look at um, who's, who's in the cast and I know a couple of people in there. Oh, so that's great. Really, really great. Yes. It's from 13th of May to the 2nd of July. Now, it's it's new revival directed by Lucy Moss. Um, I don't know if, if you've obviously been to... Um, Regent's Park? Yeah. It's great. I love Regent's Park. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's such an oasis of... I mean, the parks themselves, the Royal Parks in the middle of London are great for yeah. just getting away from the city. But yeah. the fact that there's then that gorgeous outdoor space there, you f- it feels like another world. Oh, completely. Because you sort of walk in and it, and yeah. it does. It's like a know, flying just, saucer of theatres landed. Yeah. All the beautiful trees in there and everything like that. If, if you lovely listeners have not gone to Regency Park Open Air Theatre, I highly recommend that you take the time to do that this summer. Uh, you will not re- um, regret. That's the word. And it's near the for. zoo as well, so you can make a full day out of it. Exactly. I've got friends who have their birthday parties in Regent's Park because everyone can get to it. It's very easy. You can yeah. take a little bottle of something and celebrate. Yeah. Um, now, you mentioned that it's got people involved with six in it yes. and directing it. What? Uh, anything else coming up in the hour um, about six, Joe? I, I think... We could have the gorgeous uh, Abby Hodgson, who has just finished um, a tour. Great. Uh, and that's in our spotlight interview coming up. It is in our spotlight up. interview later in the hour. Sure, it can be a scary place, living outside of what's safe. But if you have the passion for a dream, well, that dream, it must be chased. I won't let the fear of what's unknown tackle me from what comes next. I may never see the golden road, but you know I'll try my best. Cause sometimes dreams are made for something more than just to dream. And I have waited all my life for this. And it has just begun. The fighting that it took to get me here 
that singer yeah I don't think you'd be able to work out no, who that was it doesn't sound like her it doesn't uh, except when you start hearing the yeah, rhymes there was the a very, little, very the, yeah yeah there were a couple of bits that sound yeah. like it who is it then Cynthia Erivo ah. yeah and that's a Scott Allen song now I don't know if you know about Scott Allen he's no. been writing individual musical theatre songs for years and years and years and years got loads of albums and some of his stuff becomes so big as well and that's one of his songs oh, um, sung by Cynthia Erivo very nice. Well, yes. you are listening to River Radio. Uh, we are live right the way across the Thames Valley. You can we listen are. on our website, river.radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android. Search for River Radio Live. You can tell Alexa, play River Radio Live. And any second now, we're coming to DAB. Very exciting, isn't it? It is. So, do you want to know what's happening locally? Yes, please. Okay. So, um, at the Kenton uh, Theatre in Henley, uh, 25th of March, Bob Dylan story. Oh, yeah. Uh, but of a sort of tribute kind of thing, but also a little bit more than that. Um, ben Hart, magician. Now, I saw him um, it really in his early days. He was amazing then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my friend was getting married and, and he was there doing all the magic. Ah, nice. Uh, yeah, just fantastic. So he's, he's at the Kenton Theatre on the 26th of March. If you like really clever magic Go and see that one. Ooh, yeah. And the Comedy Network, where you have you know several comedians getting up and doing their sets, is at the Kenton on the 1st of April. Now, at Norden Farm, um, on the 31st of March, uh, Disraeli is at one 
man one act show um now disraeli obviously was the queen victoria's favorite prime minister yeah. and jeff rosala has written and is performing this uh one man show great so yeah so that's on the 31st of march at norden farm now norden farm also has the fabulous national theater live films yeah um and on the 21st of april henry v is coming great. so get that in the diary yes a friend went to another one of theirs recently again at norden farm such a great arts hub and thank goodness the people have made head rallied to try and keep that funded no absolutely um just a reminder the wicker husband is at the watermill theater in newbury until the 26th of march which is not very far away No, but they i do appreciate they give you they do fat runs don't they they don't it's not just a two-week blink and you miss it it's a serious which means that the show settles in it's the fact it's made there as well it's a Mm. great artistic resource locally oh it has really um Bounced many yeah. uh, great shows into yeah, yeah. London as well. Uh, the Theatre Royal at Windsor. Um, on Saturday night, this is finishing, so I really wanted to make Ooh. sure I mentioned this. It's The Murderer in the Mirror. Really great little play. Nice. Uh, now, it's starring John Lyons. Now, I don't know if you remember him, but he played D.S. George Toulon in A Touch of Frost for oh, 17 yes. years. Wow. Yeah, so it finishes this Saturday. So, The Murderer in the Mirror, starring John Lyons at the Theatre Royal Windsor. It's on today at 2.30 and 7.30 tonight, tomorrow at 7.30, and on Saturday it's the final performances, 2.30 and 7.30. Guys, just just take a, a moment and go out and have some fun and do something really random and spontaneously and just enjoy what's out there. And it's funny how sometimes you can still spot really good discount or bargain tickets for these things. Oh, right? completely. Hang on, I'm going to... This was 10 quid well spent, or 15 quid. Like, think how much yeah. you'd spend on a pizza from a takeaway chain. I'm not naming any <laughs> Or even any a couple brands. of yeah, coffees. A couple of coffees from a well-known chain. And then have that together and be like, we might just go to the theatre, have mm. a gin and tonic. Very nice. Uh, I've got two more things. Go. Hoxton Street at Hoxton Ooh, Hall. Oh, I love that. Long way away, nowhere near the Thames Valley. Why am I mentioning it? Because we were talking about how nice it is that theatre's been reborn. It's bounced back with exciting yes. new projects. This is something a little bit different. It's a four-part drama where you vote on what happens next. So the audience come over the course of five weeks. It's a five five instalment and soap opera, basically, but live on stage. So... It opens at the end of March and it's through into May. Uh, and it's working class writing duo Oladipo Ogbulaje and Lil Warren. That oh. in, ex- in itself is exciting. Obviously, yes. they're um, uplifting two new writers or yeah. certainly two writers from the kind of background that quite a lot of theatre writers don't come from. So sure. that already zings to me. The fact that the audience yep. get to vote on it because there's half hour acts and each one ends with a double cliffhanger. Yep. So you get to decide on the direction of the show. Yeah. As well as that, they've put an audio trail, a walking audio trail that accompanies it, walking through Hoxton itself. So that feels a really like multimedia, exciting, um, and yeah. put, putting you right there in the almost like VR goggles. It's simulating the world. So I think that sounds a really exciting project. It's called Hoxton Street. It's at the Hoxton Hall. If you decide to venture all the way over yep. to Hoxton, it's do let us far. know. Email Roddy at River.Radio. I'd love to hear what you thought of it. The other thing I've got is dig- digital. Yes. I've got something digital. Go on. The Ballad of Maria Martin. We mentioned it weeks ago, weeks ago, because it was coming through the Thames Valley. I forget which venue it went to, but by Beth Flintoff, great writer, directed by Hal Chambers, our friend. friend, He's uh, been on stage door before in the interview chair. Now, it's the thrilling retelling of Suffolk's real-life murder mystery. 1827, Red Barn, Maria's awaiting her lover, and a year later her body's found in a grain sack under the floor. And it started a very famous, at the time, nationwide manhunt. And this uh, has then brought it to life. Um, It's 
we if you missed it in the Thames Valley though, the exciting thing is there's a live stream of it this weekend. Okay. So it's it's on at the new Wolsey, uh, which don't worry if you can't get to it, just log on to their website because this Saturday the 19th of March there's a live stream of it online. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for that. Um, should we go and find our pick? Yes, please. <laughs> It's now a bit hot in here, isn't it? it Having is. been cold when I arrived, we're now baking. Um, I, I, often it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make you feel better. I'm also now a bit warm. Okay. Right, um, you, tell, you tell them what our pick of the week is whilst I take off my jumper. All right. Listen, I'm really excited about this one. Now, Workingham Theatre, we haven't really spoken about them much, um, no. but it is a lovely theatre and they put on their own shows there. Um, now, this one has been on for a little bit and it finishes on the 26th of March, but I reckon you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, it's only half it's an hour away, isn't it? Hobson's Choice. Oh, good Fabulous play. book, fabulous play. play. And the play's by Harold Brighouse. Now, it's where the younger daughters of um, this bootmaker Hudson, um, Hobson, I don't know why I said Hudson, uh, w- want to get married. So the youngest daughters want to get married, but they can't until the oldest one gets married. Yeah. Now, the oldest one, Maggie, is a bit of a... Um, independent thinker. Yes. (laughs) And uh, she is wanting to have her own business, you know, all this kind of stuff. She's not going to be told what she's going to do, but she wants to make her own choice as well. Um, So that's on at the Wokingham Theatre. So Hobson's Choice by Harold Brighouse on until the 26th of March. Just go and enjoy. Just go and sit and enjoy something new and different. Yeah. Right, sorry? Is, is, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> I think something's gone lost no, in translation. You, you put, I want the four R's. That's what you got, four R's. Here they are. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. There you go, that's it. That's it. It's literally 2.15 seconds. Let's hope that somebody <laughs> heard uh, it from the beginning of the show as yeah. well. So we got three little clips. Uh, you've missed the first one. Uh, that is the second one, and it's just literally, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. That's it, pretty much. I, I think that gives it away more. Much The first Do one you? I was unsure, but this, I'm like, Okay, now I can't even remember what it's called, sure. which is unfortunate because this segment's called Name That Show. Yep. But I can picture where it's set yep. and I can picture... That will have a big... I can picture a day a bit like today, actually. Yes, very good, <laughs> very good. No, that where it's set is a big clue, yeah. So if people know what that is, what they are they need to, to email do? me, joe, J-O, at river.radio. Tell me so that I can put you on my fabulous leaderboard and uh, you might win a prize. It's been well curated in your absence. Lots of stars I know, and glitter all I know, over the it, so, kids yeah. did really well. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Here it is one last time, since so it's so very short. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Well, there we go. <laughs> we didn't need that one, did we? No, oh, probably oh, not. Phone. Ah. Somebody's ringing. Yep. Are you getting it or am I uh, getting it? I'll, I'll pick it up. Um, I don't really like the phone. Hello. Hi, Joe and Roddy. It's Fran. Hi, I'm really Fran. enjoying the show today. I was wondering if you would please be able to play It's Quiet Uptown from Hamilton. I saw the show a couple of years ago and absolutely fell in love with the music. Thank you so much. Fair play. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Fran. Yeah. It's a great song. It is. I mean, it's a wonderful musical. It is indeed. So here it is. Thank you. moments that the words don't reach there is suffering too terrible to name you hold your child as tight as you can and push away the unimaginable the moments when you're in so deep it feels easier to just swim down the hell 
mountains move uptown and learn to live with the unimaginable. Spend hours in the garden. I walk alone to the store, and it's quiet uptown. I never liked the quiet before. I take the children to church on Sunday. A sign of the cross at the door, and I pray that never used to happen before. If you see him in the street, walking by himself, talking to himself, have pity. Philip, you would like it uptown. It's quiet uptown. He is working through the unimaginable. His hair is gone gray. He passes every day. They say he walks the length of the city. You knock me out, I fall apart. Can you imagine? Look at where we are. Look at where we started. I know I don't deserve you, Eliza. But hear me out. That would be enough if I could spare his life. If I could trade his life for mine, he'd be standing here right now, and you would smile, and that would be enough. They don't pretend to know the challenges we're facing. I know there's no replacing what we've lost. But I'm not afraid. I know who I married. Just let me stay here by your side. That would be enough. If you see him in the street, walking by her side, talking by her side, have pity. Eliza, do you like it uptown? It's quiet uptown. He is trying to do the unimaginable. Walking in the park, long after dark, taking in the sights of the city. Look around, look around, Eliza. They are trying to do the unimaginable. There are moments that the words don't reach. There's a grace too powerful to name. We push away what we can never understand. We push away the unimaginable. Standing in the garden, Alexander by Eliza's side, she takes his hand. It's quiet uptown. Forgiveness. Can you imagine? Forgiveness.
Isn't that beautiful? Oh, gorgeous. Thank you, Fran, for that suggestion. And so much of Hamilton so upbeat. That's just oh, the sort of calming, soothing tonic I needed. Yeah, no, absolutely. <sighs> I agree. Now, if you want to ring in your request, just email us, roddy at river.radio or joe at river.radio, and we will get that sorted for you. We'll yes, tell you please. what to do. And there's loads still to come, including our spotlight interview with Abby Hodgson. Woo! But now it's the quick quiz. <laughs> Now, last week, Roddy, mm-hmm. um, I was quite cruel. Yeah. 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 Uh, so <laughs> I've decided. <laughs> There's no arguments. Okay. Um, I've decided, and I did promise you that I would do script based quiz this yeah. week, and yeah. that is what I've done. So I have chosen five. Fairly well-known lines. Uh, right, so because this is supposed to be easy, she's got her hand up to show me what five <laughs> looks like. We're really going through this in baby. Just five. Five, five questions. Yes, yeah, okay. Roddy. Um, from uh, well-known books and stories and plays, okay? Right. And film, all that. Uh, and you need to tell me what you oh, think it's, it's from. films I've not seen, isn't no, it? No, okay, no, no, yeah. no. Uh, I'll, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. okay. Number one. And anybody else listening, write these ones down. Friendship is born that moment when one person says to another, what, you two? I thought I was the only one. Great, no idea. Sounds like Pixar. Okay. Friendship is born that moment when one person says to another, what, you two? I thought I was the only one. Oh. Okay. That's quite nice. That's a lovely, that's a lovely observation. It is. Number two. <laughs> That's all it's from. All the world's a stage and yeah. all the men and women merely players. Now, what do you want? Do you want the play? Do you want the character? I want the scene, the act there. <laughs> <laughs> and you would know it as well. Yeah. Um, number three. I said that one, just to recap, was all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their entrances and their... No, they have their exits and their entrances. Ah, oh, pride comes before a fall, doesn't it? <laughs> um, number three. All women become like their mothers. Yeah. That is their tragedy. No man does, and that is his. And that's the second part of the line that most people forget to quote. Yes. And I like that bit because it's the sting in the tail that legitimises the first bit. Yeah. I agree. So all women become like their mothers. That is their tragedy. No man does, and that is his. Okay. Four. You should be kissed by someone who knows how. Oh. Oh, golly. That sounds somewhere between very romantic and very creepy and also very think, famous. Think romantic. Think romantic. Yeah. You should be kissed by someone who knows how. God, it's saucy. Yeah. Yeah. Good old black and white. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And number five. You've always had the power, my dear. You just had to learn it for yourself. Ooh. You've always had the power, my dear. You just had to learn it for yourself. Right. Uh, You're talking to me. What's question five? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So So, they're from well-known plays, books, Film. I mean, you you should you should recognise them, them saying, but yeah. they're really good, aren't they? I, I they feel are like, nice ones. Yeah. yeah, even if I don't know them, which is true of three out of five of them, at least we're listening to some nice pieces of literature. I know this is little gobbits. fabulous literature. Yeah. So if you could help me though, please, because <laughs> I don't know those and I need five out of five. Roddy at River Radio. Whilst we listen to what's this by room? Oh, it's from the musical John and Jen. I'd never heard of it. Oh, it's fabulous, and this kid's about to leave home and become independent, and Mum's not really happy about it. <laughs> By bed, by chair, by desk, by teddy bear. 
do 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 Buy Michael Jackson poster Buy chocolate you hoo coaster Buy arrow Buy bow Buy room I gotta go Selfish, later on tank, be good books, see ya, piggy bank. Buy Magic Johnson backboard, buy Luke Skywalker laser sword, buy really cool stereo. I'm going away, Mom. I'm blazing a trail. So starting today, Mom, just forward my mail. I'm taking a trip, hitting the road, getting a new area code. Follow the signs, turn on the lamp. I gotta go. I'm going Buy away, filthy Mom. socks under the bed. I'm blazing a train. Do you think they need any more counselors at this camp? Uh, <laughs> what do you think? I love it. It's so jaunty and upbeat. Uh, yeah, it's great, isn't I it? I really like it. John and Jen, never heard of it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of things I've never heard of. I'm thinking of changing that to the uh, funeral chords. Clung, cling, nice. Cling, cling. I like that. I get my execution. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> um, okay, so the first quote. So we were having quotes basically mm-hmm. from um, writers and plays and stuff. Uh, friendship is born that moment when one person says to another, "What you two? I thought I was the only one." Great. What do you think? Who do you think wrote that? Absolutely no idea. Uh, great. It sounds. Oh, it's... It's somebody who's quite wise, and in his writings... Oh, there's a clue. Tolkien? No. It could be sort of uh, Lord of the Ringsy, couldn't it? It feels like it could be in the world of a Hobbit. Yep, but it is C.S. But it is not. C.S. Lewis. Oh, OK. Well, they were mates. Yeah. OK, so I'm in the right Victorian era. Yeah, no, definitely. 100%. Uh, question two. Um, all the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players... I've just chucked my coffee cup in the bin. Did you hear that? I'm Thank worried you. you didn't hear it. I'll do it again. <laughs> just in case, here we are on the radio. <laughs> I'm just casually, look how casual we've got. There's you munching it quite something. Here's me. Oh, I missed that time. Okay, anyway, where were we? 
Can you tell when students act up, it's because they're struggling with the questions. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, so is this really good distraction or something? Yeah, is yeah, yeah. Oh, Look okay. over here. Yeah. All right. Can we get Sorry, back to I'm this? Back. Yes, please. Right, back oh, yeah. I, hang on, though. I didn't get the last one right, did I? <laughs> no, but you, you're about to get this one right, I so am. I don't quite understand why you're <laughs> behaving the way you are. But anyway, moving on. All the world's a stage and all the women are merely All the players. men and women. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is as you like it. It is. Yeah. Uh, who, out of interest, extra... extra Points, which character? J-Quiz. Very good. I love and that you say that like you've got that written down do. there. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. And uh, do you know what act it was in? Oh, golly. Um, two. Yep. Okay. Act two. Great. Um, I know it's early on. It's in the forest. The scene? I haven't got a clue. No? No, no. Okay. <laughs> scene seven. Just okay. so that you know. Oh, okay. wow. I didn't know there were that many scenes in it. Okay. Uh, three. All women become like their mothers. That is their tragedy. No man does. And that is his. That is the importance of being earnest. Very good. So confident, I knew that was right. I played the ding before you did this. <laughs> because those uh, are the two I know, right. Yeah, and do you know the character? Um, uh, I think it's Algie. It is. Yep. It's too witty to be Jack, I'm afraid. Yeah. yeah. Which is why it's a great I'm line. waiting to play Jack and not Algie. Okay. Uh, everybody listening to that? Any casting directors? Yes, okay. Yes. Uh, four, you should be kissed by someone who knows how. Um, Casablanca? Oh, you're in the right era. Okay. Gone with the wind. Ah, oh, okay. Brett Butler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I hate to say it, but I haven't seen either. Okay. <laughs> Golly, you, you got some catching up Rolling to do, lady. Her eyes. I know, but just when do people make time for these things? On a Sunday afternoon, when all I'm I want saying. to do is sit with an Earl Grey and watch a black and white film, I've got to prep the following week. I've got to go and put the bins out. Okay, but we have to balance things, don't we? Maybe and I need do... less sleep. Maybe I'll get six hours instead of six and a half. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Woe is me, right? Can we get <laughs> <laughs> email in with suggestions to Ronnie? How <laughs> you sort his life out? Um, anyway, number five. I like this one. You've always had the power, my dear. You just had to learn it for yourself. It it isn't Matilda, but it sounds like it's something Dalesque. Well, it's the wizard from uh, The Wizard of Oz. Uh, talking to Dorothy. Yes. Oh, okay. When she I, finally yeah. gets there. Yeah, You've okay. always had the power, my dear. You just had to learn it for yourself. <laughs> okay. Isn't yeah. that beautiful? I didn't, yeah, that is very nice. And I'm not surprised I didn't get it because it's, I don't know it terribly well. But it's one sure. of those ones I can kick myself on that. Great. Well, two yeah. out of five yep. is uh, really pathetic. Shall we go into the vault together? <laughs> okay. Um, now, I've got the end of my um, power shock. Yeah, I've you got my small to. coffee. Yeah, oh, well, look, you can have the rest of that decaf. Yeah, <laughs> Right, no, you've left that outside in the cold. <laughs> Flicking the roller decks. And what have we got? A. A? Yes. A for? Anyone can whistle. Now, last week, mm-hmm. we interviewed Jordan Broach. Yes. And he's now cast in ah, Anyone Can Whistle I at it all hangs the Southwark Playhouse. And I said on air, if you were listening, that <laughs> no. I would uh, bring it to the vault so that people knew what the show was about. Because nice. I'm really excited about it. I've bought tickets for all our students. Uh, we're going to go and see it, which is fantastic. Okay, so... Uh, Anyone Can Whistle. It was first produced in 1964, the book by Arthur Lawrence, and the music and lyrics by Stephen Sondheim, who we spoke about earlier. Now, this show, it um, 
It tells the story of a corrupt mayoress who fakes a miracle to revitalise her bankrupt town. Oh. Okay. Now, when water suddenly springs from a rock, the mayoress sets her sights on making money from pilgrims desperate to receive the healing waters. Yeah. Uh, but when Nurse Faye Apple, the dedicated and sceptical nurse of the local insane asylum, brings her patients to this so-called mm-hmm. miracle, the mayor's plans are threatened and she turns to psychiatrist Hapgood which is played by Jordan, to straighten out who is mad and who is sane. But he instead declares everyone insane and the town enjoys its madness. Um, So the show delivers a a poignant message about the importance of of an individual in a conformist society. Yeah. Um, So there's lots of, you know, digs at government, religion, science and anything else that stands in its way. But, you know, it is cartoonish and fun and silly. It, and It reminds me of an episode of Only Fools and Horses okay. when Del Boy tries to make money out of spa water by rooting a hose through a rock. So nice. it sounds similarly yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's going to be really great fun. And it's at the Southwark Playhouse, 1st of April to the 7th of May. Um, and I thought we would play the song. It's The famous one from it is Everybody Says Don't. Okay. Um, but this is See What It Gets You. The hero quits, then you're left on your own. When you want things done, you have to do them yourself alone. And if I'm not ready and lightheaded, I can't stand here, Tom. So ready or not, here I hope I come. Anyone can whistle, that's what they say. It's the lovely Bernadette Peters uh, singing um, that song. See Aww. what it gets you from Anyone Can Whistle. So, yeah, go and book tickets for the Southwark Playhouse. That's one of those ones that I know but have never, I've never been to see. 
Yeah, it's a good one. Isn't I'm it? excited to go. Yeah. And Southwark Playhouse, great venue. It is. Uh, you're listening to River Radio. We're online at river.radio on Apple, Android, and Alexa. You can listen again on our website. We're a podcast on Apple and Spotify, and we're coming extremely soon to DAB. Yeah, still to come. Find out if you've correctly managed to name that show. But now to our spotlight interview. <laughs> Well, we have a special treat for our listeners today on River Radio. We have the gorgeous Abby Hodgson from the Musical Six. Thank you for having me, Jo. Thanks for giving us your time. Now, I understand you've just finished. Yeah, I came back a week and a half ago. Tell us what your role was and what you were doing. So I was swing for Catherine of Aragon, Anne Boleyn and Anna of Cleves. And it was on the Norwegian breakaway cruise ship. So it was an amazing opportunity. Yeah. We'll come back to the characters of six of Henry's wives in just a moment. Uh, let's go back and let's learn a little bit about you. Now, I know you as a fabulous textural singer and performer. Yeah. Um, I like the turn. Yeah, I know you do. Don't you? <laughs> when did you decide that you wanted to become a performer? From a little girl, really. Um, from the age of four, I started going to dance school. And I started a youth theatre group. And really, as soon as I started, I never wanted to stop. So I was always there. I was happiest when I was there. Taken out of the reality of the real world and put into music and singing and happiness. So, yeah, from a very young age, I started. That's awesome. Now, where were you brought up? What is that accent? I'm from Wakefield, which is like a little town next to Leeds. Not many people have heard of it, but it's quite small and quaint. Oh, nice. You then went to study performing and musical theatre and all that kind of stuff. So I studied at Erdang Academy for three years and I did a degree in the musical theatre course. Fantastic. How did you feel doing all of that? Because your singing voice is quite unique and you mm-hmm. wouldn't say typically musical theatre. Uh, no, it was a struggle, I guess, especially back then, because I left in 2015, 16. And I feel like it was quite particular in how they wanted you to sound, how they wanted you to be portrayed, I guess. Mm. I remember I loved being there, but I remember being in singing class and they were trying to get rid of the rasp and the rawness. And they said, we need to try and get rid of that. And I remember feeling maybe I wasn't suited to musical theatre or I just feel like they were less open back then, but I always thought I want to be able to make it by singing how I sing and making it work as me. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I, I know because I've worked with you during a few gigs and things yeah. like that in London, at Underbelly Festival and stuff like that. You've, you've had to wait in a way, haven't you, for your moment and for your style to become popular yeah 100% it was a long wait really I guess about seven years it it took for I know I know and you stuck it out it was hard to to stay motivated I guess and to not think oh is it ever going to happen you have those doubts sometimes but obviously it was just waiting for the right moment if what was meant to be was meant to be and obviously I got the opportunity to work with Ryan Carter and you doing the refresh, which gave me an opportunity then to be seen by agents. Yeah. yeah. And and that reignited the fire really, because before that it was getting to a point where, you know, you do think, is it going to ever happen for me? And 
obviously I needed just a little extra push to reignite that flame and get the drive back again. And then I got the agent and within about four months, I think I got six. Yeah. Thank you, Hayley. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. That's so good. And it's such a perfect show for you, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like it's suited. You can also use your regional accent. So I can sound like this <laughs> and and they love it. So that's, that's also amazing. Really. Yeah, that is fantastic. Tell us about the auditions for the six. What did you have to do? So the first one was dance. So you had to learn three routines from the show. And obviously they made cuts every time. You had to do like a catwalk and look sassy, which I loved. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then once you got through that round, we did singing rounds where they gave you a number of pop songs that you could sing and you had to sing them in your own accent as well, which was fun. And then uh, from then we did a couple of acting bits and they were so supportive. You know, the, the nerves just went away because everybody wanted you to do well and you could really feel that in the room that people were, yeah, were really pushing for you to do well. And even the other girls who were auditioning as well, it just felt... It felt amazing, so different to what I've experienced before. Sort of sounds like a family in a way. Yeah, it is. It really is. You feel like once you're in the family, then you're in and they'll do anything to make it work for you, make you happy. And yeah, obviously, um, with the huge success of Six all around the world, there's several versions of it happening right now. So there's one in the West Mm -hmm. End. There's West uh, End, UK, Broadway, Broadway. Mm -hmm. And of course, the one that you did as well. Now, being a swing, we've talked about that on this program before, is yeah. one of the hardest things that you can do. Because yeah, it's hard. <laughs> you have to learn so many different tracks, so many different harmonies, songs, you know, positioning, you know, stage directions, all this sort of stuff. How did you manage that? It was, it was hard. I'm not going to lie at the beginning, especially with six, because there wasn't an opportunity to go off stage ever. So it was 75 minutes of being on stage, harmonies, always on a different mark, on a different number, remembering exactly where you are and never getting a moment to think, oh, you know, where am I now? Or getting that breather. It was just like, once you're going, once you're on stage, then you're going for it. So it was difficult at first. It took a bit of work, but once you got into it, you got into the mindset of that character. You could kind of see the track happening. Okay. As it was going, we used a lot of swing maps, a lot of videos, of a lot of watching. We watched pretty much every show. So yeah, it was it was a learning, challenging experience, but also amazing at the same time. And of course, because you've done that swing role, that yeah. opens you up to so much in the West End and in other other areas because you now have that skill, which is yeah, ho- hopefully, yeah, yeah, it is a good skill to have, definitely. Now, one of the questions we have for you is this. Please, can you ask, which of Henry's wives you preferred being? Which one I preferred to play? Anne Boleyn, because she was super fun, I think. She was quite fiery. You could have so much fun and play around with lines and different moments, intentions. But she was also quite clever as well. Like She had fun, but she knew what she was talking about, which I loved. We actually had to do a lot of research during rehearsal process. So you you would have to do presentations on each character that you was doing. <gasps> yeah, we learned a lot of the history behind it all, which 
was cool to know, you know, you're not just going and singing. You want to think about what happened to that real life woman at that time mm. and what she went through. And I thought that was a really cool part of the rehearsal process to learn all of that knowledge. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> and yeah. of course, each one that you played had different costumes as well. What was your favourite costume? I really loved Cleve's costume with the, okay. the chains, the braids. Amazing. I loved her costume. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so if you, if you don't know what they look like, you need to go and Google. <laughs> yeah, go have a look. <laughs> the costumes were stunning. When you saw them up close, it was like, wow. Yeah, but it, I don't think it could have been anything else. No, it's it had perfect. to be big, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a bit so right. <laughs> and of course, those costumes were designed by the very clever Gabriella Slade. Yeah, she's unreal. Yeah, so fantastic. So thank you, Gabriella, for all that inspiration. What was your, one of your favourite songs to perform? Um, my favourite song, No Way, I think. Okay. No Way was super fun. Great. I also liked being in Cleves Get Down. I liked being the dancer in it. Not, okay. I did like being the main role, but I liked doing the grooves in that. In that routine as well, that was it. Get back to your roots of being a dancer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Now, I remember we did a show together and you sang a stunning version of So In Love from the musical Kiss Me Kate and you sort of jazzed it up and really let very unique voice shine. So would you mind if I actually shared that recording? Of course you can. So that everybody can really hear who you are, not as a member of Henry's Wives, but um, (laughs) as Abby Hodgson, who's an incredible performer and singer. Listen, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. All the very best. We'll keep an eye on you, if that's all right. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really lovely to talk. Thank you. And here is the most beautiful version of So In Love by Abby Hodgson. Sit back and enjoy her voice. whiskey yeah Uh, just sort of late night jazz club and that is uh accompanied by david young guitarist who is actually from marlow oh lovely small world right time to finish off name that show oh hello (laughs) i need to i need to turn the music on for that here it is name that show we walk the streets 
Right, okay. I still couldn't seriously remember the name of it, but I know what it is. Yep. I know what it is. Put me out of my misery. Like a lame horse. Okay, so the show that that song comes from is Sunshine on Leith. Yay, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I said you could picture the landscape in sunshine. Well yeah, done. yeah. Now, obviously, it's the Proclaimers doing yeah. their song, I'm On My Way. Um, but Sunshine on Leith is a film and stage show about two soldiers from British Army, Davy and Ali, returning to Edinburgh after touring Afghanistan and finding it difficult to come back to normal yeah. life. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, we'll play you out with a full track of I'm on my way. Not, not how that's it goes. From, not quite from, right. From Sunshine but, go on. On <laughs> but for this week, that's it from us. Uh, join us next week at Thursday at 11 on River Radio for more From, from the, the Stage Door. I'm on my way from misery to happiness today. Uh-huh. 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 I'm on my way from misery to happiness today. Uh-huh. 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 I'm on my way to what I want from this world. And years from now, I'll make it to the next world. And everything that I receive up yonder is what you gave to me the day I wonder. I took a right. Took a right a turn in yesterday. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. I took a right, I took a right.